And now, this is the DDT Wrestling Podcast with DC Matthews and Doc Manson. hell are you i don't remember <laughs> i think maybe one of us is like dc martins or and doc martins doc martin yes i don't know doc martins i hear your shoes are tremendous yep yep i think i think they're shoes probably i think pants I, I don't even know. Uh, I believe I am DC Matthews at DC Matthews NAI. And last I checked, y- you were Doc Manson at Doc Manson. Oh, um, yeah. That's the one. Uh, there is literally so much to talk about. I don't even know where to begin because really, here's where I want to start. Uh, how was your Halloween? <laughs> it was great. I love Halloween. I, I We know. It's public knowledge that you love Halloween. And, you know, when you disappeared around Halloween, I went, okay, you know what? This is his holiday. I'm going to let it go. He's making his stuff. He's getting the house decorated. Manson when did Manor's I disappear? I don't know. You stopped tweeting for a while. Well, I was busy. That's what I'm saying. But I it was you your know. fault we didn't record podcasts. I think. At least the first one it was. What was the first one? The first one was I went to the Great White North to meet my nephew who had just been born. Oh, that yeah. That one was totally my fault. And the next one was your fault, too. You got home from work late and I was tired. I tweeted you. It was literally 7 o'clock. And I said, want to record a podcast? And you said 7 o'clock p.m. was too late to record a podcast. It's not when you start recording. It's when you end. I'm That's just saying that I'm counting that as your fault. All right, so it's both my fault. We well, can let the neighborhood decide if that's truly your fault, but I feel like it is. Well, you didn't join me in talking about the big Jericho Kenny Omega news, probably because you don't care all the what? that much. What are you eating? Are you eating gummy bears? Is this a Swedish fish? Oh, it looked orange in the camera light. Swedish fish are delicious. Are they the multicolored ones or just the red ones? The only ones that matter. I like the multicolored ones. Well, you're an idiot. What can I tell you? Because the red ones are the superior. I've missed you, too. <laughs> <laughs> I love um, you, DC Matthews at DC I, Matthews. I, I, I love you, too, Doc Manson at Doc Manson. This, so we're recording I, right now. Are we going to get together tomorrow also to make up for lost time? Are you, are, you, are you taking the day off? I am taking the day off. Yeah, sure. All right. I got to go to BJ's Wholesale Club. Do you want to come? Sure. Do you need anything at BJ's Wholesale Club? <laughs> I don't know, but I'll definitely look when I'm there. Because, yeah, I got to go get some things. So, all right. I'm excited now. Um, well, then in which case, we could talk really... There really has been a ridiculous amount that has happened. I agree. Since last I mean, let's just start with the biggest news of the day. And that's I have clearly... I have 280 Twitter characters. Well, everyone does now. They opened it to literally everyone. I thought I was special. <laughs> nope. Um, so the actual biggest news of the day, uh, just announced today, uh, World of Wrestling, Roman Reigns is cleared to wrestle again. It's okay, people. He's back. The big dog is back in Our- the yard. 
claiming dominance of said yard. Our long and the shield national can... nightmare it's is over. over. It's over. Yes, Our absolutely. long national nightmare has ended. So it doesn't um, matter anything else. I don't know what you were going to say about this Kenneth Omegan Ton guy or this 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 Christopher Jericho's whatever whoever that is. I believe is. his name would be Jericho. If oh, you right. didn't know, it would be Jericho. Jericho. Um, Jericho. I'm just saying all that doesn't matter because oh, the big well, dog is back. Well, and the best part is that the Chris Jericho news is no longer the most important news of the day. It's something big and we should chat about it. But, you know, Survivor Series is in two weeks. Uh, we have a new world champion. We've got all of this other crazy stuff going on. We've got new tag team champions. It, it's just, you know, the the landscape of professional wrestling has changed. We last spoke before TLC. We haven't talked about Angle in the Shield. We haven't talked about Triple H in the Shield. We haven't talked about any of that. Hmm. So, so we haven't even talked about Asuka? I don't think we've talked about Asuka. Can I just say that I love Asuka and I would like to carry her baby? Asuka, Emma... Darren Young, like the, there's, there's. I would also could, like to carry Darren Young's baby. We could put name. We could put topics in a hat and literally just shake up the hat, draw a topic, and talk about it. There is that much to talk about. Uh, Impact is now only a Canadian company. It's no longer an American company. Who cares? And nobody. But that's also technically news. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So far, no one in wrestling that I am aware of um, has been accused of sexual harassment, which means they're like the only ones in the world. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn got sent home from the UK tour, which might be a work. It might be legit. No it's one gotta knows. be legit. I, so I, what I suppose what I'm asking you is uh-huh. where would you like to start? Uh, I like to talk about Oscar. I shouldn't. What did you get a new chair? Yeah. Is that a new chair. It is a new chair. That's like a fancy chair, too. That's like a video gaming chair. Yeah. That's a chair for someone who's going to spend most of their life in that chair. Well, I don't actually spend that much time in this chair anymore, but I said if I'm going to be spending life in this chair, or at least any portion of my life in this chair, I might as well make it comfortable. Um, And I just got it the other day. Can I just say I have become a mass drop junkie? I don't know if you're familiar with mass drop. It is a website, massdrop.com, in which this site puts up um, items to purchase, but they work with the companies to offer discount pricing sort of based upon the number of people that sign up for a drop. So the more people that sign up to get an item, the lower tiered prices get unlocked. And it's caused me to purchase things that I probably shouldn't or wouldn't have otherwise, uh, including this chair. But You know what's going to happen? Yeah, I figured it out. Mm. We're not going to talk about wrestling. We're going to talk about how there's a lot to talk about, and then we're not going to talk about it. But the problem is now- there's so much to talk about, but none of it is, I don't know. I, don't, I can't think of anything there that's actually worth dissecting. Okay, so I mean, like, I agree. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Sent home from, what, the European tour? They're the UK tour. 
Big news, right? That's big news. Potentially, it's a work, which could be a fantastic, wonderful, brilliant, creative idea, if true. However, if that were true, I don't think the rumors that we've heard would have been the rumors that we heard. We would have heard the rumors that they were sent home because this is a work. We wouldn't have heard they were sent home because they refused or, or you know, they, they did not... They go went according into business to plan. for themselves is what I is the term the phrase that I keep hearing. They went into business for themselves. There was a plan. They went against the plan and kind of left everyone confused. And if that's really the case, I also sort of feel like I don't know if that was really a reason to send them home. Um, but then maybe there's been other things that obviously we're not privy to. Who knows? Uh, how this is escalated uh, in the background. We have no idea if they've had other run-ins with management. Who knows? It could go a million different ways, right? Is this Vince McMahon overreacting, like when he suspended Titus O'Neil for 90 days or whatever, um, for merely touching him? Hard. Who knows? But at the end of the day, whatever. What's interesting to me, and the, re- the only thing that really gives me pause is that we are a week and a half away from Survivor Series. I think it's the 19th. And Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn have nothing to do. They're not on the card. They're not wrestling in the Raw versus SmackDown match. Neither of them are a champion. There's no special attraction match that we're aware of. They literally have nothing to do, which makes me think... Now, again, and I, but I can see it both sides. Maybe they're so upset about the fact that they have nothing to do that they decided to go into business for themselves, or this is going to lead to them doing something at Survivor Series. Don't you? Because the the extent to which they went into business for themselves is they left the ring quicker than they should have. Yes, they were supposed to fight with the New Day and chose not to. And And again, this is after the the match, Kevin Owens... Kevin Owens did, in fact, get into the ring like he was supposed to, but supposedly there was supposed to be more back and forth, and instead they rolled out of the ring and went to the back. I yes. Like, I get it that, like, you can't just do what you want. And again, if this is an escalation um, of um, disciplinary action because of other things that we're not aware of, okay, that makes sense. But literally, if that was their only offense... That really seems like a strange reason to send someone home from a tour. Mm-hmm. Well, this is the second tour that Kevin Owens has gone home for. Now, the first one, which, again, happened before – has happened since we last podcasted. So it's, again, a recent thing. He got sent home supposedly for a family matter, and that's when Triple H flew down to South America and wound up wrestling. So this is the second international tour in as many tours that Kevin Owens has been sent home early. Does that mean anything? Not necessarily. It is just a fact. And, you know, people can make of that what they will. Yeah. So, again, there's nothing really to talk about there, even though we've done a good job of talking about it for five minutes. It's all speculation. He said, she said nonsense. We don't really know what the deal is. All I know is it sounds strange if that really is what they were sent home for, which is leads me to say, well, maybe it's a work, but if it were a work again, I don't think we would have that particular story. If it was a work, the company would say something 
within the context of the story. They would have released a story that said Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn sent home for insubordination. True. You, you would think WWE would have written about it on their website if it was a storyline. They would have let it. They would have leaned into it. Is what I'm saying. So I don't think that's the case. Um, yes. And again, now I'm putting on my conspiracy theory hat. The fact that they haven't makes me think it could be real, or it makes me think that they really want us to think it's real. I don't. So I'm not aware the, of them. They're pulling a double switcheroo. I can you actually think of a time that they pulled the double switcheroo ever? I don't know if they've ever pulled the double switch. But again, I don't, you know, this is this is the problem with being a wrestling fan who also can be a conspiracy theorist. Is all of a sudden, you know, I've I've worked it in that, you know, we've got the Shield versus New Day and now Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn and Neville are going to be the third team. That's what I've convinced myself of. Is this is all a plan to start that stable and they're going to try to like destroy both brands and but again, that's like me talking crazy. That. That's me talking crazy. Right. But I don't know. I hope it's not true because Kevin Owens especially, you are the golden boy of that promotion. If you're going to start whining, you are CM Punk Volume 2. I want to just say, though, without knowing any of this stuff, just watching Sami Zayn cut out on SmackDown this past week with that high-stepping, skanking, whatever – he Dance. was stepping almost as a goose would. It was incredibly hilarious to me. I, I love, love Sami Zayn as a heel. Yeah, this is working for me Which incredibly again, well. like you have finally gotten something. And this is what makes, you know, it doesn't make sense for Kevin Owens and it doesn't make sense for Sami Zayn. You have finally, after months and months of being obsolete, have found yourself in something that works. Is it just that the two of you shouldn't be traveling together because you're just, you're like, this is like if you and I were doing something like, you know, we can be bad influences on each other a time or two. So we might get sent home from the NAI tour. If we were to go out on tour for insubordination, that's the real reason why we've never gone to SummerSlam or NXT is because we're afraid of getting sent home for insubordination. Yes. Yeah, I agree. Yes. We will be well, and that was it. You know, Jason Maltoff told me to record for thirty seconds to ninety seconds about the Jericho Omega news. I talked for six minutes. When did this happen? This was the thing over the weekend where he wanted everyone to kind of chime in. They did a special episode on Sunday. I didn't read the thirty to ninety second part, so I talked for six minutes, and so I'm listening to the pot the show, and you know they talk and. You know, Jason makes some comment. Oh, well, we're out of time when I'm done. And I was like, well, that was a dick thing to say. And then <laughs> went, went back and read it up and went, oh, never mind. I'm well, a tool. Who you are a dick. So I suppose that was it. I was hoisted on my own dickish petard. <laughs> <laughs> hoisted. <laughs> oh, uh... I, so I what else you. have you bought besides this chair? Um, that's that's the big thing. Although I did also buy a new pair of headphones. Um, they're not coming until late December, and I actually ordered them a couple months ago. Are they? Are is it all like tech stuff? No, you know, no, they do other stuff share. as well. They do cooking stuff. They do knitting stuff. They hmm. do. So they, I mean, they got a pretty broad variety. But it seems like I would say the focus is on tech and audiophile equipment. Um, mm-hmm. So what this is, the other thing they do, not just offer products at lower prices, um, but the other thing they do is sometimes they work with a company to offer 
a lower priced version of a product. So you're probably not familiar with this, but Sennheiser is a very popular uh, audio uh, company. It's one of the classic sort of um, developers of headphones. And so they have a particular pair of headphones or cans, uh, the HD 650s, which are basically widely considered pretty much the best set of headphones you can buy for under $1,000. I think they typically retail for somewhere around the $400 range. Sometimes you can find them on Amazon, maybe $350. Um, but Mass Drop has a, you know, a unique Mass Drop version called the HD6XX, which is the same exact drivers as the 650, slightly different plastic used uh, in the manufacture of the headphones. Uh, but they are able to offer these, you know, acoustically... Um, equivalent headphones for $200. And so you're basically getting the best set of headphones you can for under a thousand bucks for 200 bucks. And I saw that and I was like, I can't pass this up. So I ordered those a couple months ago. And again, they won't be delivered until late in December. But did you just say that you can spend over a thousand dollars for headphones? Oh, you can spend ridiculous amounts of money on headphones. Why? Because they sound better. How how good do you need it to sound? There are some people for whom nothing short of accurate reproduction of a live musical performance will suffice. Maybe it's because, like, I'm pretty sure I have some semblance of hearing loss. These are $10, like, earbuds that I bought at BJ's Wholesale Club in a pack of three. Um... And I have no problem with the sound. I would never, ever, ever spend a thousand dollars on a pair of headphones. But, but you spend two hundred. Absolutely. Like I, I don't have a problem spending a few hundred dollars on a piece of really nice technology that I will use for a decade or more if I feel like I'm getting excellent bang for my buck. Like in this particular case, $200 for something that normally retails for nearly 500 count me in. Like, no questions asked. I feel like I'm getting a deal. I can enjoy the craftsmanship. Again, I'm a tech head. I do have some appreciation for that kind of stuff. Okay. But that at the same true. time, like, no, it's not in my budget to spend $1,000 on a pair of headphones. Not a chance. No. Like, if you're a pro- – I guess if you're a professional sound person – like, if you literally work in the sound department. Yeah. But, again, like, you know, I I I watch videos. I listen to music with these. I play games. Now, granted, it's Minecraft, but I play games on this computer. With Are you playing headphones. Minecraft again? I am. Why didn't you tell me? I will set up a server. I have, I have begun playing in the break between us podcasting. <laughs> It's been three weeks, and in that time, I had to fill my time because I didn't have you anymore, so I started playing Minecraft. I would happily start a server. All right. Absolutely. All right. Except you're not allowed to just keep dropping lava into my house. Come on! It's the only thing <laughs> worth doing! Oh. I, I literally, like, jumped and ran to go fill my water bottle, and I was, like, singing about podcasting. And Mrs. Matthews looked at me, and she's like, aren't you going to be podcasting tomorrow? And I just looked at her and went, yep, and ran into the room and shut the door. <laughs> oh, she hates me. It's she does so not. Good. She does not. She, is quite, she was quite excited that I was happy. 
All right. Um, again, I'm looking at the Survivor Series card, and you know, if this becomes something we do more than once a month, we're going to talk about this next week. What does Oscar have against women named Stacy? Um, I'm assuming that once upon a time, they killed her mother. Because she's wrestled three matches. She wrestled Emma, she wrestled Stacy C, and she wrestled Stacy C. Now, if this means Stacy Keebler's coming back, I'm all in. But I don't think that's what this means, especially since Stacy Keebler started with a K. Yeah. It sure but did. Still. But still. Um, the next thing I'm going to buy is a desk. I'm, this desk I've had since before our time living together. Mm-hmm. And it's rickety and falling apart. It doesn't fit this space very well. I need more workspace. I think I'm going to try to get like a 72-inch or 80-inch like sit-stand desk, uh, and that's going to be the next I'm, purchase. I'm sitting at a, a kitchen table, like a dining room table, like a small, round dining room table, and I've considered a desk, but this serves my purposes. I've got the space. You do. And I just, what's as here right can... now with the speaker stands, it's just so... Uh, it's too much. I, I, as long I, as I'm going to be able to sit in there and podcast. Absolutely. What happened to your old chair? It's behind me. I'll have an actual comfortable place to sit instead of that other chair behind you. That chair is super comfortable. You don't like that chair? I'm always worried it's going to shatter into a million pieces under my massive girth. <laughs> Hoisted like, girth. <laughs> what, what other gems can we get out of you tonight? I've been playing Minecraft and reading a thesaurus since uh-huh. last week. All right. Um, yeah, there are times that I'll be sitting in that chair and I'm literally like, putting as much weight on my feet as possible because I'm like, if I lean back, it's all over. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what I'm going to do with the other chair. I, at some point, I really want to build just a little mini recording studio in the basement, just two mics, a mixer board, just so it's something a little more comfortable mm-hmm. for when, you know, multiple people come together, maybe start doing something more regularly with the misses. I, I don't mm-hmm. know. I really, I considered putting, you know, mama Matthews was, you know, it, was November, so she was panicked because I didn't have a Christmas list yet. And I was debating the merits of asking for a mic that would work multi-direction. Multi-direction? A mic where you could, you and I could sit facing each other oh, and yeah, talk, yeah. as opposed to us sitting facing the same direction to talk. I don't know what the term is. I know what That's you probably mean. why I didn't ask for it. Omnidirectional microphones. Multi-directional? Omnidirectional? Omni, usually. But yeah, I've been looking at like uh, the Zoom... H4N, um, something like that. It's about $200, but it's like this little handheld multi-track recorder. Um, you can plug microphones into it. You can use it as redundant backup. Like if I were to have a mixer board here with my microphone, I could then have that as a redundant backup. Theoretically, Oscar is, Oscar proper... is trying to crawl onto you. Yeah, he's That was adorable. Now. Oh, God, buddy. What are you doing? What are you doing? He doesn't really want me. No. Yeah, because now he's leaving. Uh-huh, he's trying. But yeah, I mean, something like that, because the thing, I, I know it's a little bit of money, but it's a really good audio quality. And again, it would have other purposes where if like if I got a mixer board and I could Skype you into it, and if we could get your setup such that you were sending me high quality audio, um, you know, we would not have to necessarily do the editing that we currently do. And I would have I a redundant backup. audio. Huh? I'm sending you high-quality audio. Look at all the words I'm using. Yeah, it's high okay. Quality. And But then the other thing about this is it's nice and portable, so I can just detach it from the mixer, and then we could take it to a restaurant or a diner and just do a little, like, 
you know, an, an ambiance piece. I, I've really been looking at these things. I've been trying to decide if I want to do it or not. I know I, it's silly, but uh. you know, when when I went and got the Thai food, I think that was the last time we recorded. Is I brought Thai over, and then um, there was nobody there. Like we could easily record in that place. Yeah, it was empty. Yeah, I don't know if we actually if we are getting together tomorrow. Uh, I know Mrs. Manson really wants to go to that place to get their sushi, so. Is she also taking the day off? Yes. Sweet. Yeah. Party time. I'm, Excellent. I'm, I'm, did you dress up for Halloween? Uh, no. No, I don't know. How many trick or treaters did you get? About 70. So. Wow. That's good. We got about 45. Yes. We got little, uh, slightly less than we did last year, but it is what it is. Were you getting compliments on your setup? I assume so. I'm mostly walking the street with Oscar to keep him calm, so. Fair enough. Yeah. She's but, not going to handle the doorbell. and. No, no. We, we stay outside the whole night. And we walk up and down the street to keep him occupied, burn off some energy. But, uh, yeah, no, it's a good time. I got compliments from the neighbors. Even a neighbor who never talks to me. She even said that she liked the house. So, you know, mm-hmm. it was nice. Do you do holiday lights as we're getting towards the season and I'm starting to see them and it makes me want to stab them with a pen? Nope. Halloween's your holiday. That's it. That's it. Fair enough. Someday I'll do a a silhouette cutout for the window of Santa Claus or something, maybe, and Hanukkah Harry, and then I'll set those up, and that'll be that. The mensch on the bench. Yeah, there you go. Um, before we dive into Survivor Series, which I suppose is where the bulk of the, the discussion will be, do you have any thoughts on this whole Chris Jericho showing up in New Japan? Wrestling Kenny Omega at the WrestleMania of so let me, Japan. So let me let me put this into terms that I think I understand. Um, one of the most popular wrestlers in the world, who is no longer under contract with the WWE and is a free agent, has decided to go and perform at another extremely popular promotion to face off against another one of the most popular wrestlers in the world. And people are surprised about this? Are you asking a question there, or are you just... I'm just saying I don't don't understand the hubbub. Like, the guy's a free agent, he can do whatever the hell he wants, and that's what he's doing, he's making the money, he's getting a paycheck, and it's exciting, and I think everybody who's legitimately just excited about it Mm -hmm. is the way you should I think it's more, it's, it's a testament to Chris Jericho, who time after time after time seems to be able to avoid spoilers. Like, he does not... You know, there's no, there was no report that he was going to show up. Like they literally just taped this thing and sent it over, so no one expected it. I think that's the important part. I, is it came so out of left field. I think that's completely untrue. I don't watch New Japan. I've never subscribed to their thing, but like, just you know, checking in on Squared Circle from time to time, like I'm aware over the course of the last month or so that Chris Jericho. And Kenny Omega have done nothing except for feud very publicly over Twitter. Clearly, maybe not clearly building towards something, but enough so. These two were being posted about going at each other enough over the course of the last month or so that I said to myself, once I heard the news, 
Well, of course. What the hell else did you think they were building to? The Jericho Cruise. The what? Chris Jericho is apparently having his own themed cruise. Now, see, that I find legitimately surprising. That's something that I never would have guessed about. And so I think people were expecting maybe they would do some sort of... Yeah, we're good. You're literally trading one sweatshirt for another sweatshirt. She really wanted to put that one in the laundry. Oh. Okay. I don't ask questions, DC. You're like a boy king. You just... I don't ask questions. You literally took off the sweatshirt, handed it off camera, it disappeared, and it was replaced by another one, which you then put on. What do you want from me? Will she bring you your slippers next, or are you already wearing those? No, I'm not wearing my slippers. It would be nice, but I doubt she can hear me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Mrs. Manson is just the kindest, nicest... She's totally here with my slippers, by the way. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) I don't know if she heard me first, or if she was just legitimately doing this on her own. Doc Benson, Boy King. <laughs> Thank you. You are the kindest. She's just excited because now she gets the day off. Yeah, I guess so. Um, but yeah, I think people were expecting that maybe on the cruise, but the fact. So let me ask you this question. Jericho and Omega are publicly feuding, but so are Roman Reigns and Cody Rhodes. What does that mean? I don't know. Probably nothing. Means, I'm telling you, main of, one of the main events of WrestleMania 35 is going to be Cody Rhodes versus Roman Reigns for the world title. I would, once again, while I don't know what it means, I will not be surprised if you are correct and that is the payoff of this. You know, like he returns at the Royal Rumble 2019, wins the damn thing, and goes to challenge Roman Reigns. Right. So just saying, I wouldn't be surprised if that's true. I'm not saying I have any knowledge of it. I'm not saying that I that I think that's likely, but based off of all this buildup, you got to imagine that there's someone somewhere who's telling them, yeah, this might go somewhere. Yeah. Why haven't you bought a mini fridge for that office? I don't spend much time in here, to be honest. It's only for me. Pretty much these days. Yeah. Well, that's very nice. Yeah. Okay. It's a, one of the main reasons why I haven't rebuilt this computer yet, despite the fact that it continues to keep dying, is because I don't, I don't really use it much anymore. Alrighty. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, you said that you were done with. You thought you were done with weekly wrestle watching. Yet I know you watched this week. Well, sort of, well, right? I think I watched about an hour on Monday. Doesn't matter. That's still weekly wrestle watching. I guess so. Uh, You know, what is your stance now? Like, you're going to, you know, kind of pay attention when it fits your schedule? I don't know. Look, if it's a Monday night and I'm not doing anything, of course I'm going to turn it on. But, like, I, I don't really feel like I need to watch any of it. No. If you're watching the pay-per-views, they do the recap packages. You're going to know what's going on. Yeah. Like, I'll be honest. Like, I, I, survived... watched, I watched SmackDown until the main event started, and then I turned it off. Like, I, they spoiled it for me, so there was no reason for me to watch it. Yeah. I w- survived the better part of a decade not even watching, like, you know, it wasn't on YouTube. I just read 
the results and I read, you know, Lords of Pain or whatever, you know, I like kid paid attention to like one dirt sheet and I was, you know, somewhat conversant in the goings on of wrestling during that time, but it just wasn't something that I necessarily needed to watch. So, um, did you watch the end of Lucha Underground? It's over, right? I don't know. I know. I didn't watch it. Yeah, I think it's done. I haven't watched Lucha Underground since it came back for the half season. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's done. I'm pretty sure Ricochet is done. Well, hopefully they, they can put that thing Prince, to Prince rest. Prince Puma. And it can they be kind of re- They kind of wrote him off. Yeah. You're, you're good with never watching another episode of Lucha Underground again? I think so. Okay. Is that wrong? So what are you doing with your time? Again, here's the question. I know you don't have as much free time. You're walking around the aisles of a Mega Mart and sharing pictures of delightful food. I, yeah, but, I mean, I don't know. Okay. I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know where my time goes. I get home from work. Some days I get home. It's 530. As you know, there are some nights I get home and it's 630, 7 o'clock. I make myself dinner. If you're cooking something, that could be another hour, hour and a half. Never mind. I mean, leftovers obviously is quicker. But and let's say you want to go outside and mow the lawn or something. I mean, that's another 45 minutes. And then here's a random question. When can you stop mowing the lawn? When it stops you're growing. A, you're a lawn guru. But when is that? Like at some point, you, you don't mow the lawn in the wintertime. Right. I mean, so, at some point it does stop growing because it gets too cold. It goes dormant. So you just sort of pay attention to whether or not it's still getting taller. Okay. And on top of that, so like right now it's definitely in a very slow growth phase. So right mm-hmm. now when I'm going through it, it's not that I'm – for the most part, I'm not cutting it because it's long. I'm going over it with the lawnmower because I'm collecting leaves so I don't have to rake as much. Okay. I did not. I suppose I knew that grass went dormant, but I didn't like actively know. Hmm. Based on the off the weather, so I mean, if you have a really warm October, like the warmest October on record in the last hundred and sixteen years, like we had this year, um, it's going to keep growing. You're going to keep growing it. (laughs) All right. Yeah. Okay. So you just kind of go home, and stuff happens, and eventually you go to bed. Yeah, and then there's one night a week that I'm going to the grocery store, and then. You know. Why don't you go on the weekends? Because it's a drive. It's easier to go after work. Not really, because we still come like home it's, first. It's my Sunday morning tradition. Like I said, by eight a.m., I am almost always at the our, grocery store. Our weekends are usually pretty full. Like, you know, we might be doing Saturday. Might not be doing anything, but we might be, you know, doing something fun. We might be going shopping or going to a show or. You know, we might be doing something for ourselves, or we might be visiting the in-laws or, you know, something like that. Like, you know, Saturdays are that sort of day. Sundays, we're typically visiting my family, and the weekend's just gone. You know what I mean? Like, All right. That's fair. We don't necessarily go grocery shopping on the weekends, but if we're visiting my family, we go out to the local Costco instead of BJ's, so we do that on the weekend. Um, I don't know. Stuff just... Time just disappears, man. Have you seen Thor? No. Do you want to see Thor? Yeah. Have you? Do you want to see Justice League? I can't even get that sentence out. Is that out? No, it's coming out next weekend. No, I don't want to see it. No. Thor was last weekend. This weekend is Murder on the Orient Express. I want to see that. That's coming out this weekend. I do want to see that. 
And then next weekend is Justice League. And then next month is the new Star Wars. I want to see Thor, but I don't want to pay to see it in the theater. It was good. I'm telling you, go to that early showing. Six, whatever it is. That's, I think it's $6. I, honestly, at this point, cents. that early morning showing is more money than I want to pay to go to the movies. Okay, that's fair. Like, if it's something I really want to see, fine. But for Thor, hmm. If you liked Guardians, you will like Thor. It was heavily influenced, I oh, believe, no, it, it, this by looks, Guardians. The trailers look excellent. But I just can't get over the fact that I'm still sort of just watching a different configuration of the same movie again. Okay. So I, they don't, they, the comic book movies do not excite me anymore. I have watched too many of them. They're still good. I still like sitting down and watching them. I'm not actually like actively complaining about it. I just can't get excited about it anymore. But I'm dead inside, and my soul has withered and died. So I, I don't I know what to I don't tell believe you. that's true. Yeah. All right. The Murder on the Orient Express. Oh, oh, that is up my alley. I would pay six fifty to watch that. Pondering, wondering whether Mrs. Matthews has any interest in seeing that movie. Uh, yeah, I love those types of things. Um, I like, uh, you know, Sherlock Holmes. This is obviously Hercule Poirot, but uh, Clue. Yeah. You're a mystery fan. Yeah, sort of. Okay. And don't get me wrong. I mean, I've seen Murder on the Orient Express a thousand times, a hundred different ways, but this this interpretation of it looks um, looks good. So. I'll watch that story again. All right. Um, Isn't that what I just so, complained about with the comic book movies? Yeah. I am a fickle lady, aren't I? You're fickle. I don't know if you're a lady. He's a lady. Whoa, whoa, whoa. He's a lady. Who are you to tell me how I identify? Doc Manson is woke. I don't know what that means. Uh-huh. Um, all right. Let's get into Survivor Series itself. Um, Go right into it! Kurt Angle wrestled at TLC. What did you think? Uh, he was fine, but I wouldn't say what he did was much wrestling. No, and I, that's what we're going to get. I think... Well, here's the thing. I think, okay, I was actually very disappointed to have Kurt Angle in that match at TLC because that was a match that does not play to the strengths of Kurt Angle. I actually think Kurt Angle would be po- would probably very likely be able to put together an excellent wrestling match even at this, I, I know he looks a little stiff and a little slow, but I actually no. think he could go and he could give us an excellent technical wrestling match yes. not too if far talking, off from what he did at this peak. If we're talking chain wrestling, if we're talking hammerlocks, headlock takedowns, all of that stuff that we expected from him, yes, I agree. And He's, so what I want from Kurt Angle, which is that, and which I think he is still capable of, was not what that match was built to showcase. Hence. No. I was somewhat disappointed in that in his inclusion in the match, and more so, not just his inclusion, but the fact that that was his return to a WWE ring, because that is very much not 
what I want or am looking for from no. a Kurt Angle match. No, and it was a sign to me that he wasn't going to just wrestle once. Like, he's clearly going to wrestle maybe half a dozen times. He really might wrestle half a dozen times. Sure. And, you know, because now he's going to wrestle at Survivor Series, and it's a multi-man match. He's not going to have to do a whole lot. Um, you know, he'll get his moment with Shane. He'll get his moment with Cena. Um but then again, you know, he's going to eventually wrestle his kid. That's just going to happen. Um, you know, who knows what else they'll do. Maybe he wrestles Triple H or whatever that's going to wind up being. But, um, you know, but again, I, I didn't love that match, but it was fine. Sure. And, you know, you know a lot for of him people... to now be the captain of the Raw team, is I have no problem with that either. So going back to TLC, though... Um... I feel like if you were to ask a random internet fan, one of the major issues with Impact Wrestling, or TNA as it was once known, they would tell you that, especially the main event scene, but maybe overall, but especially the main event scene, those matches and storylines, um, I would say, fail more often than not because they are overbooked. And I feel as though the main event of TLC suffered from that same symptom. I, I felt that match was incredibly overbooked. One spot tried after do, another after They tried another. to do a whole... Are you talking about the match itself or the major storylines that transpired? Both. Okay. Because, like, you know, they did the angle injury and return so that you could get shield angle and then wrestling machine angle. Um, you know, they did the brawn face turn and the garbage truck, which I liked, but I, you know, it, at some point it was TLC just like, matches, this is still TLC going matches on? Are, Yeah. TLC matches are, are going to be spot fests. That is the problem with many gimmick matches is that, you know, there's just going to be a lot of things with tables and ladders and chairs and dives and all of but that I honestly craziness. feel like this was way more than just that. It was, again, all of those teases and reversals and surprises and just one thing after another after another, these turns, yeah. and, and it was just like, this well, is and too I think much. They, I think they felt like they had to do that because it was supposed to be Roman Reigns, and now all of a sudden you're throwing Kurt Angle in there, so now you've got to design a completely different match. I don't think you so. Would have. You don't think so? I don't think they changed that match at all. I think it's the exact same match they would have had with Roman Reigns. You think Roman Reigns would have gotten injured and then returned? With the exception of that. But I don't think anything about the actual layout or proceedings of that match would have operated any differently if it had been Roman Reigns instead of Kurt Angle. With, again, the exception of him leaving and coming back as the wrestling machine. That's it. That's the only change that they, that's the only thing that they, that I think they altered. That's it. Okay. You might be right. I don't know. You know, I I think it would have been different if the Shield had been, it would have been, the match would have been, ooh, Shield, they're doing Shield things, and oh, they're teasing the triple powerbomb, nope, remember that Shield moment, and oh, Didn't they, they did still that. do that? Didn't they still do a triple powerbomb? Yeah, but And they still did the kinds. stupid thing in the middle of the ring with the fists? They're doing the, well, and I'm now they're doing I'm just saying, they did all now those it's spots. build the Shield. They actually did all those spots with Kurt Yes, Hale. but... But now it's a gimmick in and of itself because Triple H is a member of the Shield and AJ Styles is a member of the Shield and Samoa Joe is now a member of the Shield. So 
they've gone through and done all of that now. Mm. Yeah. But anyways, all right. And again, we're going to talk about this next week, if not tomorrow. But, well, you know, if we're recording tomorrow, how are we doing this? Are we saving some? Are we, you know... Are we breaking out DC and Doc Talk and just recording a bunch since we have the time? And I don't know. Whatever you want to getting do. Getting that old chestnut. All right. Kurt Angle. Braun Strowman. What did, did you watch him returning from the different colored garbage truck? No. Oh, it's good. You would appreciate that scene. Go on YouTube and find that. You would appreciate it because it is very cinematic and it is very... Like cheesy horror movie style, just the faces that Miz and the Miztourage are making in the back of the limousine as they watch him slowly rise from the depths of the trash is pretty damn funny. All right. Um. So, Angle, Strowman, Balor, Joe, Jordan versus Shane, Orton, Bobby Roode, Shinsuke, and John Cena. Doesn't it just seem like Team Raw is built to implode? Well, yeah, because Samoa Joe and Balor don't like each other. Strowman doesn't like anybody. You've got the will they, won't they. Is is Jordan eventually going to turn heel on Angle, which is really the only way I think people are going to feel any good about this storyline. So, yeah. And then you've got SmackDown, and it doesn't matter that the youngest one is Orton. I think pretty sure Randy Orton is the youngest member of that team, but that team doesn't do a whole lot to wow me. And again, Braun Strowman should be able to kill all five of them. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, Raw's going to lose that match and uh, they're going to win the women's match. So there you go. Because of Asuka. Because of Asuka, who will be the sole survivor. Can I tell you how happy I am for Alicia Fox? Who? Alicia Fox, the captain of the women's team. Well, how happy are you? We talked about when we were watching, you know, Alicia Fox with Cedric Alexander and the he's being mean. She's literally coming out with a captain's hat. I know. I saw that. And she, it's, just, it's just, they're actually like, hey, you're ridiculously funny. Go be ridiculously funny. I, I watched that and I felt sad. To know that Emma no longer had a job. That hurt, didn't you? It, it hurt you. Yeah. You, you... Emma's an excellent wrestler. She is. And that match was good. Emma Asuka was good at I'm, TLC. I don't know. Like You hear that she made enemies amongst creative, and I think that was kind of obvious post the Emmalina yeah. debacle. So, I mean, I guess I can't be too surprised about it. But I just... I really feel bad for Emma. She never hit her stride... Once she made it to the main roster, and she actually is a a very good wrestling talent. I just I feel like we never actually got to see her. Not at all. Not yeah. at all. You know, she could have lost her job after the whole stealing thing. Sure. And this these last two, you know, we would have never gotten the boss man shades. We would have never gotten any of this. So part of me is like, you know what? They gave you a chance after that. You know be happy you had it. But at the same time, yeah, it would have been interesting to see if they had let her take the ball and run with it a bit. I think she could have done a nice job. Absolutely. So I guess I'm sad about that, but it is what it is, I suppose. But yeah. Writing was on the wall. Alicia Fox, Nia Jax, Asuka, Sasha Banks, and 
either Mickey James, Bailey, or Dana Brooke. Hopefully it's Dana Brooke. In a triple threat match. Taking on Becky, Carmella, maybe Charlotte, Naomi, and Tamina. Yeah, Asuka's totally just winning that thing. I hope so. Because you can't, she can't lose. She can't be eliminated. She just can't. No. She can get disqualified. Yeah, I suppose. She can get counted out if she's brawling with someone. Right. That's what they did with The Undertaker at The Undertaker's debut. He eventually just got counted out. But technically that would still be a loss. But I suppose it would not be a singles loss. So No, and I think she's lost um, in tag matches before, actually. Okay. If you look, she's got like three losses on her record. But she was never pinned or submitted. All right. Alexa Bliss is taking on the SmackDown Women's Champion. I think Natalia and Charlotte are wrestling for that title this week on SmackDown. So it could be either one of them. Okay. Do you have a preference? Of who again? Charlotte or Natalia. Um, to what? Be on the team? No. Well, one of them is going to be Women's Champion. They're, I think they're wrestling for the title on SmackDown this week. And... The so the winner goes to face Alexa Bliss. Wait, is Survivor lose... Series not this weekend? No, it's not till the nineteenth. Oh, there's another week of television. Um, I would prefer that Natalia's remain champion. Me too. Me too. Me too. If only so we get our first Oscar Charlotte face off during the Survivor Series. That's match. what I want. Yeah. Um, Miz versus Baron Corbin. I'm still confused by this. Like they just, it doesn't make sense that they would. And I get it. It's Is champion that at Survivor Series? Yeah. Well, the, uh, the champions are all wrestling each other. So Miz is the Intercontinental Champion. Baron Corbin is the U.S. Champion. So they're going to wrestle. Okay. Yeah. I'm kind of like, uh, all right. Um, Debar. We are Debar. The brand new Raw Tag Team Champions will take on the Usos. Okay. That, I remember watching many incredibly good tag matches between the Usos and Tyson Kidd and Cesaro. So if we're just replacing Tyson Kidd with Sheamus, this can't be bad. Well, no, it can't be bad. But are you saying that Sheamus is the wrestling equivalent and or superior of Tyson Kidd? Not from a technical wrestling perspective, but... But from no. an entertainment perspective, maybe? I am enjoying Debar more, more than I enjoyed Kadaro. Yeah, fair enough. That's fair. So we're also going to get the Shield versus New Day. That's going to be a six-man tag. Okay. And then we're getting Enzo versus Kalisto again for reasons that defy understanding. You're not selling me on this show. For someone who's been tweeting so positively about it. I'm looking forward to, like, The Miz versus, and I suppose Baron Corbin is wrestling Sin Cara for the U.S. title. So maybe it'll be The Miz versus Sin Cara. Yeah, so I thought it was, so obviously AJ Styles won the WWE Championship last week, you know, ending Jinder Mahal's reign. And so I I saw, I mean, I was surprised at first because my assumption was, okay, this just means Ginger's going to win it back next week so they don't have to, you know, print any new posters for Survivor Series. But then I saw WWE make the announcement that the match at Survivor Series was officially changed. And I feel like they wouldn't have bothered to do that 
if they were just going to mm-hmm. put the title right back onto Jinder. So it leads me to believe that AJ's actually going to hold this thing uh, and have that match at Survivor Series, which I is actually so. sort of surprising. You know, because if the apparently it was going to be Brock versus Jinder and John Cena was going to be the referee. And, of course, this would lead to Cena and Mahal feuding and eventually Cena being the guy to take the belt off of Jinder. But I don't think that's going to be the case because now Cena's in the Survivor Series match. So Right, so what the heck are they doing? Why? What, right what? now, Jinder Mahal is not on this card. Right, but so my question is, why did they suddenly decide to drop gender like he's hot. I don't know. I, it's not a move that I would have made, but I guess maybe they, you know, the India stuff I think is over. So. I mean, I will say, like I said, I think the experiment is over there, and I think it did mostly fail. Um, it seems like, you know, the subscription numbers actually went down over the course of his reign in India. So I'm not surprised, but... It does seem very strange that they would change their mind. Well, I guess not. It's one of the big four pay-per-views, and I have to imagine they are cognizant of the fact that the hype around that match is not necessarily what it could be. See, I would not be surprised if Jinder wins the title back after Survivor Series. Sure. AJ gets the Brock match because it's exciting and gets fans interested, and then they go right back to Jinder, and they continue the Cena-Jinder eventual story. That could be. That seems probable. So, I thought again, Jay, I, I thought John Cena was on Raw now. Apparently, he's a free agent. Okay, but he has he has answered SmackDown's call. Hmm. Huh. Hmm. Again, I you know, SmackDown needed to figure out some way of having somebody to match Strowman, and I guess Cena can do it because Cena can do anything. But it just seems weird. Yeah, it does seem weird. How's Bray Wyatt doing these days? Hasn't been on TV since we've last podcast. Because, like, Bo Dallas has overcome his illness. Roman Reigns has overcome his illness. Bray returned, I think, to house shows. Like, I think he's back. He's just not been on TV, which is good because what are you going to do? You're not going to go back to the Sister Abigail. You're just not. They better not. You know, I, I really wanted him, like, with the... So, okay, so Emma got released... Then Leo Rush, who's the indie talent who just got signed to NXT, tweeted something stupid, you know, and a lot of people were kind of taking him to task, including Bray Wyatt. And I was like, I would love to see Bray Wyatt come back. No more spooky gimmick, no more lantern, just be like, you know, grizzled, almost like what The Undertaker did with the American Badass character. Sure. And just something, because it's just not working. No. You know, and, and again, you know, a lot of people talk about Roman Reigns being injury prone and missing out on big moments. Bray Wyatt's in the same boat, and I love Bray Wyatt. I don't think Bray Wyatt's long same boat. for this company at this point. They can't really? make him work like the character. It, the thing is, like, that character is over despite the booking. Like, I, so I don't know. Maybe he, Maybe the character is working because I think he is actually over. Yes. I don't know. I think the entrance is good. His promos are good, even if they don't make sense. Some of the Wrestle Spooky stuff works. Don't ever show me bugs on the damn ring again. But some of it works. Yeah. You know, I think I think people do like him, but there's only so many times 
as Jason Maltoff puts it when he talks about Dolph Ziggler, you can be the losey loser who loses. I like, suppose. So. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I'm excited. I am excited for this pay-per-view, though, because champion versus champion matches are always interesting. Brock versus AJ is going to be good. DeBar versus the Usos We're is going to be good. The Shield versus New Day are going to be good. The multi-person matches are going to be good. You know, most of this, you know, the cruiserweight match, I don't know. I'll, the, you know, Pete Dunn showed up on Raw, so who knows if the UK is going to be part of it. Maybe a pre-show match we get some UK guys versus some cruiserweights. Like, that's something I would look forward to seeing. So, I don't know. Okay. All right. Plus, then you got, plus we're forgetting TakeOver Houston. What? You know, TakeOver NXT show the night before Survivor Series. They're having a show? Wow. Drew McIntyre versus Andrade Almas. Who? They're bringing back War Games. Who's facing Almas? You cut out for a second. Drew McIntyre, NXT champion. Oh. All right. So, let me fill you in. McIntyre versus Almas for the the NXT title. McIntyre versus Almonds? Yeah. Delicious. Yep. Um, A fatal four-way for the women's title. Who's in that? Kyrie Zane, who won the Women's Classic. Yep. Ember Moon, Nikki Cross, and Peyton Royce. Hmm. All yeah. right. I'll watch it. Um, War Games. I want to see a sick Northern with, Lights. Are you familiar with War Games? That's the thing with the other ring or something? Yes, in the cage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to be the Undisputed Era, which is Adam Cole, Bobby Fish, and Kyle O'Reilly. Okay. Versus Sanity. Okay. Versus the authors of Pain and Roderick Strong. I still don't know why, but apparently they're a team. Didn't Roderick Strong join the Undisputed Era? He pretended to and then didn't. Oh. Uh, okay. We'll get Alistair Black versus the Velveteen Dream. Yeah, I'm excited about that. That feud's been good. If you've been missing NXT, catch up. That's actually been a good feud. I like that. Okay. Cassius Ono. Oh, no! Is going to take on Lars Sullivan. And in the main event of the evening, um, Johnny Gargano is going to have an ab contest with Shawn Michaels. Good. (laughs) Good. Nothing about that is good. No, no, I see what they're going for here. and uh, No, you don't. Good. Yep, that is good television. Good. I really think that needs to be the title. Dot, 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 dot. Good. <laughs> We're back. Hoisted. Dot, 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 dot. Good. Uh, should we answer these emails from like three weeks ago? Absolutely. All right. We need to let our audience know that we love them. DDTWrestling at gmail.com. Simon. Our good buddy Simon. Who? Simon, Sport Monkey. Oh, he exists. He does. (laughs) He does. Do you want to read this one? Do you want me to read this one? Who? Which? Who's reading it? I'm asking. Do you want me to or do you want. Uh, 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 Yeah, go ahead. Greetings from Windy Manchester. We've been getting blown by Ophelia and Brian. (laughs) 
Weather-wise, we've been somewhat bisexual here in recent weeks. Now, that's uncalled for. This is a family really show, Simon. <laughs> it's a family show. If you haven't got anything nice to say, shut up, right? Well, I didn't, so I followed that advice. Three months and then the W. Oh, okay. So he didn't have anything nice to say, so he stopped emailing, I think is where he's going. With Absolutely. It. Three months and then the WWE had to change their booking plans and what they came up with was awesome and I was hooked back in again. Can you be happy someone got a virus? Probably not, and I'm not, but their thinking and reaction to it has been great. So again, we have to remember, this is back like before TLC. So this is, he's celebrating meningitis is what he's doing. Well, celebrating he says days. in all fairness, no, but he is enjoying how they've tried to adapt to the unfortunate circumstances. That's what he's saying. Okay. How have you all been? I have missed you all. My nephew is up to the gargling nonsense sound stage of life. I'm like that after fireball whiskey. He's like that because he's three months old. Hmm. I can't wait to introduce wrestling to him for I am cool. Uncle Simon and I will forever rip off the dear departed Bobby Heenan's quotes and use them as my own for his entertainment. I'll try not to leave again. Simon. Hooray! So how have you been? I've been good. How about yourself? I'm peachy keen. What do you think happens if you give a three-month-old fireball whiskey? Uh, it goes through him instantly and shoots out his butt. One can hope. Don't don't do that, Simon. I was just speculating. Yeah. All right. Next email comes from our good buddy Glenn. Hi guys. As I was listening to Young Philium discussing comic book villains on the NAI Pop Network. Hey, stop plugging shit on our show, Glenn. <laughs> Jesus. It got me thinking, who would be your all-time top 5 wrestling heels? I feel like this is a conversation for tomorrow. <laughs> well, I'm going to go with... Um, this could be... Don't. I'm serious. This could be an entire episode. This could be an entire DC and Doc Talk or an entire bonus DDT wrestling. Right, which is all the more reason why I just want to do it really quick right now. Uh, let's see. So I'm going to go with... Uh, fine, we'll do it tomorrow. Whatever you want. God. Thank you. God. I'm not, See, I'm not, I'm not reading this. We can record in the car. <laughs> oh, God. All right, Pav, never mind. I didn't say that. Uh, oh, wait. Pav, All we right. love you. From the it's Pav. been a while since we've heard from Pav, hasn't it? It's been a while since we podcasted. That's true. Or, as we could call it, Pavcasted. Hey, guys. Here is my email from episode 99 that I sent too late. Now I will start with answering a question you asked on episode 98 about the pronunciation of Birmingham. Yes! Birmingham is pronounced Birmingham. Yes! It has, it has the youngest population in Europe, and alongside Mississauga in Toronto, is one of the fastest growing global cities, even outperforming London in 2016. Hey, Toronto's not in Europe... You can't fool me, Pav. To my question. I've been going back on the WWE Network, and I've been wondering, was the Triple H reign of terror yes. as bad as it was made? <laughs> yeah, it was as bad as it was made out to be. It was terrible. Even though he did more than just make out with WWE alumni Katie Vick. 
The problem everyone had was he would dominate babyfaces in the entire feud and yet still win, sometimes clean. I don't think you can use yet. If he's going to dominate the babyfaces, he doesn't yet win. He just wins. Well, no, you say yet because the expectation is the person who dominates is then going to ultimately lose the feud. So therefore, yet still wins if you're, you know, is appropriate. So he dominated the feud and won anyways. Yeah. So the babyface had no shot. Yeah. Okay. Which is why I I say it's as bad as it was made out to be because that's legit the situation. I do feel, though, the Booker T feud was definitely an example with a rags-to-riches story, racism, and in normal wrestling logic, that pedigree at WrestleMania, followed by a 30-second wait, would normally result in a kickout, but it didn't. Orton losing the title to him a month after winning was confusing, too. I feel like the authority, it was rare for babyfaces to be the same after feuds. However, people like Kevin Owens as a heel... As you're willing, pay the mool. Okay, hold on. Let me parse this correctly. However, people like Kevin Owens as a heel, as you are willing to pay the moolah in exchange for seeing him in action. As a heel, he provides a great service. However, you pay to see Triple H get beat. Now that courtesy doesn't extend to gender, as he is terrible. But you get my premise. Are you following this? A little bit, yeah. Okay. It's about to get clarified. Triple H not getting his comeuppance and still winning clean like against Booker T, despite being naturally a heel, made moments like Goldberg and Chris Benoit beating him all the more special. I do agree with that. He was Ric Flair. That's what I'm I'm reading. He was Ric Flair. This is what Ric Flair did. Ric Flair, you know, the the baby face would look good for a while, but eventually Ric Flair would find a way to win. And so that way, when he did lose, it was a big deal. But the problem here was the baby face never looked good. So it was like essentially a squash match? Yeah. It was years of it. I missed a lot of this. So I'm happy. Apparently, I'm happy I did. Him having a reign of terror for you to pay to beat him is what WWE needed in a time when Stone Cold and The Rock left, while the new star, Brock Lesnar, was on SmackDown. I think Lesnar was primed for Raw after WrestleMania 20, if he hadn't left, with Triple H going in the other direction, and the reign would not have lasted as long. Well, that's not his fault. It's not Triple H's fault Stone Cold quit and The Rock went to Hollywood and uh, Brock yeah, Lesnar right. You know, honestly, home. Triple H really is the victim here. That's I'm not going that far, but oh, I'm saying, oh, you know, again, not that this is exactly the same thing. No, that people talk no, about DC. Roman. Triple H is the victim. Doc Manson is woke. He knows what he's talking about. <laughs> okay. Am I Stan? I don't know what that means. Am I Stan like Ty Dillinger was Stan? With, was this a classic case of a heel getting heel heat, or was this a reign of terror at the expense of so many stars? Fun fact number six. If you want to remember to leave the house with something tomorrow morning, putting it in your shoe is a proven method of remembering. The P underscore A underscore V. Okay. What if you live in a place where shoes are not part of the social contract? What if you have multiple pairs of shoes? What are you? What rich? if you wear flip? 
What if you wear flip-flops? What if? You can't put it in your shoe. You can put it on your shoe. Is a flip-flop a shoe? Is a sandal a shoe? Is a sandal a flip-flop? If a train <laughs> leaves Scranton heading west at 55 miles an hour. If John has three apples and you take away one, what is the mass of the sun? As I was going to St. Ives, I met a man, hold on. <laughs> With seven wives? Talk for a while. I have to go answer the door. You got that. <laughs> All right. Well, here we are, folks, an hour and eight minutes in. DC Matthews at DC Matthews NAI has left me to go answer the door. We can only hope that he is not gruesomely murdered, because we'll have to hear that entire thing. I guess I would edit it out if that actually happened, though. I probably wouldn't post it onto the feed. And for his sake, I certainly hope that it doesn't happen. I mean, he's mostly one of the only people in this world who can stand me. So, I guess in fairness, I kind of need him to stay around, huh? Nobody would tune in just to watch Doc Talk. I mean... That sounds like a pretty lousy podcast that really nobody has any interest in. Least of all me. Oh, he's back. He I wasn't agree. murdered. So sad. You were hoping I would be murdered? I wasn't hoping. I was just saying it was possible. It was. Delivery drivers are weird. Sometimes they bang on the door like something's on fire. Well, sometimes things are on fire. Yeah, but not this time. But sometimes. They were just delivering a frying pan. Was it on fire? No. Well, as far as I know, the box wasn't on fire. The pan itself inside the box. But is a cardboard box a shoe? I mean, it could be. Where were we? No, we were talking about that. We were. I was going to do the riddle from Die Hard with a Vengeance. Yes, indeed. All right. Well, we've done our emails. What, We've what talked about things? Survivor Series. If you would like to send us an email, you can do Please so do. by emailing us at ddtwrestling at gmail.com. That email address, once again, is ddtwrestling at gmail.com. We would love to have your thoughts to read it live on the air. What has been your piece of positivity for the last three weeks? Oscar. Fair enough. Is that going to be your answer every week now? Yeah. Okay. I love Oscar. That's fair. Do you think they're serving her well in doing squash matches to start her off? Um. Yes and no. I mean, obviously, I'd like to see her doing something else. But I think given the fact that... I think we saw with some previous call-ups from NXT, perhaps like, you know, the Shinsuke Nakamura's and the like, that the mainstream audience is not necessarily just going to accept that someone is a big deal because you say that they're a big deal. So I think that to some extent you do have to do the work all over again to reestablish somebody as, you know, a monster or not really a monster, but, you know, to reestablish her dominance. I understand on a mainstream level you have to maybe do some of these squash matches to do so. I'm not happy about it, but I understand the mentality that would lead them to do it, I guess is what I'm saying. I understand the mentality that would lead them to do it as well. However, I will say this. Kevin Owens beat John Cena on night one. 
Finn Balor yeah, won yeah, the okay, Universal but, title. But Kevin Owens is incredibly charismatic and speaks English. Okay, Finn Balor won the Universal title. He is incredibly charismatic and speaks kind of English. I'm just saying, I think that, again, with Asuka, they have to depend. Uh, this is why I think Shinsuke is a good comparison, not just because of the nationality, but because he is re- she, like him, is relying on a certain brand of physical charisma to get herself over with the crowd. I think they recently saw that just diving straight into it isn't necessarily the most successful way to go, so they're taking a slower, longer building approach with her, and I I don't necessarily think it's inappropriate, even though I'd like to see her do more. I think they're doing the slow build mainly because you've got like seven other women on that brand. And if she had if she had come in with a bang, it's entirely possible that she's beaten most of them by now. Yeah, sure. And then what do you do? Yeah. So she's got to wrestle these matches and then she's got to take on Mickey James again. And then she's, you know, she's going to slowly work her way. So up. let me ask you a question. Is she, does she now have a three match win streak or does she have a 500 and whatever match win streak? I would say, well, she, I would say they're going to say she is undefeated since joining and you know since joining WWE and I'm assuming they'll talk about the fact that she never lost a singles match in NXT either. Mm. You know, they talk about NXT as if it's part of the canon. So I'm assuming they'll continue to reference it. Yeah. But mm. you know, I again, it's I understand why they didn't do it, but I think you could have made Asuka into the biggest deal without having her say a word. I think you're right. I think you could have, but I also don't think what they're doing is is wrong. It's not as exciting no. to me, but I can't it's say it's wrong. It's exciting because, you know, she's getting the chance to showcase her stuff, and they don't have to worry about having anyone else yeah. look good. Yeah. And I will say this last match against Stacey whatever, uh, Alistair Black's uh, significant other, was... Oh, is that who that was? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, she, I thought that was a good match, a good showcase for Asuka. I should say. Yeah. Yeah. I just am worried that Asuka's going to get on a reign of terror where she dominates these other people yeah, but and then still wins. That's okay. It's one thing when it's a talent who's being written that way by creative. It's another when it looks like nepotism. I don't know. I would have to go back and think about it truthfully. Because there might have been a void, you know, if depending on the years we're talking. There was, okay, there, legitimately. There was a void of main event stars. Legitimately, there was. But instead of trying to build other people to be a star, they just had Triple H. To, and again, I'm not necessarily even saying that it was the wrong choice. What I'm saying is it went on for so long Yes. That it was it ceased if we're to talking, be entertaining. If we're talking six to nine months, this is a completely different story. Yes. But it went on for years. Correct. That I will grant you. Uh, that I will grant and you. And again, the whole idea that this guy married the boss's daughter, and it's it just it seemed like some degree of favoritism was at play, that he had this in with creative, and now they were just laying the company at his feet. You know, for a guy who don't get me wrong. 
since then, I think I have come to think of Triple H legitimately as a legend. But you can look back at some of his early work and say to yourself, they want me to believe this guy's a big deal? I'm just saying, like, DX was insanely popular, but I never necessarily even through some of that felt like he was the future of this business. When Michaels left... That was right around the time that Triple H, I believe, started getting involved with the corporation, and then the stuff with Stephanie happened, and by then, like, he made it to the big leagues because he was potentially screwing the boss's daughter. Right. So, again, I think he's gone on. Um, If you were a doubter, if I was a doubter, I was a doubter. I think he's gone on since then to prove that he belongs, uh, he earned his spot ultimately I think in the Hall of Fame, in the annals of history, mm-hmm. like I, I don't doubt Triple H anymore, but I think well, at the time it was legitimate to doubt his placement amongst the greats. Here's a question: If he had not been put in charge of NXT, how would your opinion of him, you know, that, as a legend, that is an have changed? excellent question because. You know, I totally do think that my opinion of him now is colored by my impression, accurate or not, of how he has handled and developed NXT as a promotion. Absolutely. Yeah. Completely colored by that. In a, in a very otherwise, positive you know, way. Because otherwise he's the guy from the authority who's wrestled Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins and all of that sort of thing. And it's not bad, and he's lost, but at the same time you're like, Really? Yeah. He's going to show up But I will say, I mean, we talk a lot about The Undertaker and his streak, you know, his undefeated streak at WrestleMania. But I will say within the last, I don't know, last 10, I don't know if it's really the last 10 years or just the last five or whatever. But I can't, I can't, I don't remember dates very well is what I'm saying. But I will say Triple H's matches at WrestleMania have become, um, you know, a a spectacle and a showcase (laughs) in and of themselves. Like, I think... he is well, legitimately once, a, a, a sideshow. Once Triple H stopped the reign of terror, once he just stopped winning all the time, I think you were able to start appreciating him more. Like, you know, yeah. right around the time, it was probably around the time he had the Undertaker matches. Like, we're talking WrestleMania's 27, 28, I think, right after the Michaels pair of matches. Like, those were pretty good, and yep. he lost them both. Yep. And so you were like, okay. So, you know, but I I also do think NXT plays a part as well. Yeah, 100%. 100%. No disagreement. Um, My piece of positivity is there are seven-ish weeks left in the year 2017. (gasps) I'm expecting, well, that too. That too. The DDT Awards. Oh, God. Are coming. I got to start a notebook. We'll discuss it tomorrow. All right. But um, but also it's just this year has been so wackadoo crazy for professional wrestling that I fully expect in the next seven weeks two or three more things will happen that none of us can see coming. Like it's just going to be something ridiculous is going to happen. Somebody's going to sign somewhere. You know, somebody's going to make a return or something like that. And we're all going to be like, well, it's 2017. We're just living in the crazy times. So. I'm excited about that. And you know what? I am. I am looking forward to Survivor Series. It's always been one of my favorite pay-per-views. There's a lot of nostalgia in Survivor Series for me. So 
the fact that, you know, it's, I, I also think I'm looking forward to it because I did kind of call this and said, this is what Survivor Series should be is bragging rights, champion versus champion sort of thing. Like there's a pontificast where I say, this is what they should do. And then they did it. I'm going to so go back out there, into the archives and delete that episode. That is a terrible thing to say. <laughs> I just want to thank whoever's out there in WWE who's listening to me. And if you know you want to send me some royalties for this, I won't turn them down. It's true. Despite the fact that apparently they did this last year too, mm-hmm. which is probably why I predicted <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah. Because it's not that I was smart enough. It's that I'm dumb enough to forget what happened last yeah, that's year. That's fair. That's fair. That's what, hey, this would be a good idea. I don't know why anyone didn't think of it. Which way did he go, George? Which way did hey. he go? That is a microaggression against a certain stereotype, and I don't appreciate it. Doc Manson is woke, and you need to get with the program, I'm sir. Biased. I'm biased against people named George. What can I say? You have every right to be. Thank you. Uh, anything else you want to talk about? Nope. <laughs> okay. Anything else you'd like to say then, Doc Manson, besides the fact that you're woke before we head out into that good night? Uh, it's dark early and I hate it. Yeah, that is terrible. You're now walking to your car in the dark, aren't you? Oh, yeah. Most nights. It's the worst. Ugh. Ugh. Uh, same time next week? I hope so. Me too. Because I, ha- I, I really have missed you. And I, I am looking forward to tomorrow. Yeah. 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 We should go to Moe's. Uh, <laughs> he is Doc Manson at Doc Manson and he is woke. I am DC Matthews at DC Matthews NAI and I don't know what woke means. And until we meet again, my friends, we will see you around the neighborhood. <laughs>